Hi, I'm Amia. And I'm Amina. And this is a special National Inclusion Week edition of the Bits of Beds podcast. Where you can find out everything you need to know about how we're making Bedfordshire an inclusive place for everyone. In this episode, we'll be catching up with a range of incredible and insightful guests. We're not ready to find out more about some of the inner workings of the University of Bedfordshire and how we're making meaningful steps towards a more inclusive university. Now, before we get started, for those of you who don't know, National Inclusion Week is a time dedicated to celebrating inclusion and taking action to create inclusive spaces. Inclusion touches on many different areas, but mainly consists of ensuring that everyone, no matter their race, gender, sexual orientation and faith, feels welcome, accepted and supported in their studies and work, as well as celebrating the things that makes us all unique. Now we welcome Susan Shutter, the Director of People and Culture for the University. She's also the Chair of the Equality, Diversity and Inclusion Committee. Hi Sue, how are you? Hi there, good afternoon. I'm really very well, thank you. Enjoying a bit of a sunshine out there today. Can you tell us a bit about yourself? Yes, yeah. So I joined um, University of Bedfordshire just just under three years ago um, as the Director of People and Culture. Uh, heading the HR department, so we look after all areas for, from recruitment to learning and development, um, but particularly one of my um, keen interests and areas of work are working with the EDI committee. Okay, so um, can you tell us a little bit more about what EDI am in? So for me, it's it's giving everybody an opportunity, uh, uh, perhaps leveling up, so everybody has an opportunity and is not disadvantaged in any way. And inclusivity to me means, again, making sure that we're not disadvantaging anybody because of their race or their religion or their sexuality um, or their background, and that we recognise people with different backgrounds have so much to bring. And so, Sue, can you tell us um, a little bit about EDI work at the university? Mm. Um, But the EDI agenda is so close to my heart. Um, but also very much integral part of of the fabric of our university. And that's what we've been building on the last three years. Uh, And I have, um, we've been working on the vision with the people and culture strategy to be an inclusive employer, an employer of choice. Um, And in this journey, we've always upheld our values, two particular values, uh, as well as uh, inclusivity, in collaboration and ambition. And these values have been built into our EDI work, and they form our guiding principles in how we make decisions, um, guide our actions and, and our aspirations. So, has the university changed its approach to become more inclusive workplace? Uh, it's always been there, deep, deep in in the values of, of the University of Bedfordshire. Um, and inclusive employers, I think, don't just support diversity which we've always done, what I think is actually happening here is that we're now actively nurturing it. And what I mean by that is really creating an atmosphere where everybody, I hope, feel encouraged to bring their authentic selves to the university, no matter what experiences they have had in life, but allowing them to bring those experiences and their lived experiences and their the worlds or or the different environments that they've lived in, if they're able to feel that they can contribute to decision-making 
or project teams. And to bring those experiences together, I help enriches the arguments, the where do we want to go? Have we thought of all the overcoming things that perhaps people would need to do? We can only gain only do that by bringing people together. And I think making sure that we're bringing people together from the diverse backgrounds, as many diverse backgrounds as possible, will help with our success. So you touched on, you know, the diversity and the, the variations and the types of staff that work here. But how are these staff actually supported in their identities at work? Mm. We've done a lot, uh, I think, over the particularly over the last month, uh, 18 months or so in working with supporting identities. Um, we've welcomed many groups, networks um, to come together. Uh, and they've been so valuable. So we have our LGBTQ group, our disability network, our race equality network, our women's network, just, just to name um, a few. And I think they bring perhaps people that have similar lived experiences or backgrounds together in a safe environment where they can talk about each challenges. They can suggest um, improvements. Um, they can talk about how these them as a group can make um, a, a contribution. So the network groups have played a key role. We've also had our pronoun campaign, um, which has been very successful. I'm proudly wearing my um, my pronoun badge um, uh, as we speak. Uh, again, a great initiative. We're doing some fantastic work with Stonewall. Um, with our Workplace Equality Index uh, and the work of the LGBT group. And we're also doing some fantastic work with the Race Equality um, group in really looking at perhaps what's important with this group in data, in looking at supporting data of our demographics of staff and students. And that data is helping us make, I think, better decisions or focusing some of our work. Um, we've been doing a lot of education and training. I think there's still huge gaps. You know, you, you just said that, well done, we've done a lot. We have there's so much more mm. that we need to do. Uh, still some, some challenges to overcome. We've been working in looking at developing staff's education, knowledge and training um, on what it, what it means to be inclusive. Thank you so much, Sue. Everything you've said has been very, very informative and you've been a great representative of the EDI committee. So thank you for joining us today. Now we welcome Dr. Mohamed Al-Ramahi, who's our co-chair of the Race Equality Charter. Hi, Mohamed. Hi, Amina and Amina. <laughs> How are you? I'm very well, thank you. So can you tell us a bit about yourself? So I am, as you identified, the Race Equality Charter co-chair at the university. Um, Mohamed, can you tell us what the Race Equality Charter is? Absolutely. So the Race Equality Charter, or uh, the acronym is REC, R-E-C, uh, it's a framework that uh, offers a strategic and holistic approach to advancing race equality. It's really about improving representation, progression and success of our minority ethnic staff and students. But what work is going into the race equality charter? Uh, we have uh, started uh, genuine serious work towards uh, putting together uh, the groups that uh, will uh, uh, manage the process, the race equality charter process at the uh, university. And this group is called REXAT. Uh, REXAT stands for Race Equality Charter Self-Assessment Team. 
both uh, co-chairs, so myself as well as Professor Andrew Church, uh, we worked to put together the team, build a team from various uh, expertise and uh, uh, skills within the university, both from staff as well as students' community. And we have established working groups um, on, 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 the, um, uh, on the REC. The next steps for the Race Equality Charter will be very much about um, putting together the actions now, uh, meaningful actions, action plan uh, for um, the University uh, Equality Diversity Inclusion Committee to uh, start uh, implementing, considering as well as implementing, uh, and that's what we will be doing in, in the next few months. Mm. So you've spoken a lot about the body of people around you and what your team has been doing to contribute to the university. But can you tell us a bit about what your personal experience at the university has been like? Oh, uh, my personal experience has been fantastic. Um, I have seen a considerable change in the climate when it comes to inclusivity uh, at the university. And I'm uh, genuinely uh, pleased and delighted that in the last two, three years, uh, we have seen that change um, and will from the leadership in the university to make the university a more inclusive and welcoming place for both students and staff. Yeah. Um, so speaking of inclusivity, how do you think you've been supported in your faith at the university? So as a, as a Muslim a member of uh, staff, and I feel fully supported in practicing my faith at the uh, university in various ways. Uh, for example, um, during Friday prayer, uh, colleagues have always been accommodating in choosing meeting time to avoid clash with the prayer itself, although this is only lasting for uh, 30 minutes or under 30 minutes, but it's really important time uh, for me to be able to uh, be at the prayer. And in fact, uh, I have been volunteering to conduct the uh, prayer at the university in the last few uh, months. I also, uh, other than this, I have uh, felt and been supported by colleagues at the Treehouse uh, who have always been wonderful to the Muslim community in offering all sorts of support. And um, also I have been uh, noting that uh, a number of uh, meetings, etc., where, uh, you know, food is, is served, there will always be dietary requirement, halal option is on offer, uh, which is really amazing and make me feel included in that discussion. Uh, Eat time, uh, which is an important celebration for the Muslim community, I usually take the day off and uh, my manager have uh, always supported me in, in, in doing so. Great. Um, thank you so much for coming in today, Mohammed. Thanks for sharing with us all the good work that you're doing at um, REC. Thank you. That was very insightful. It was. It was. Thank you so much for your time. Well, that's all we've got time for on today's special episode of the Beats of Bed podcast. We hope you found it informative and have learned a lot about the inclusive efforts we're making at the university. To discover more about National Inclusion Week at BEDS, go online and visit beds.ac.uk where you'll be able to find out more about our inclusion events on campus. Thanks for listening. A special shout out to our guests, producers and the Radio Lab studios here at the University of Bedfordshire. For more useful content and insider information about studying with the University of Bedfordshire, take a listen to our other episodes of Beats of Bets, wherever you get your podcast. Bye!